Hey bookworms, welcome to the Read with Angie podcast. We are going to talk about books, so thanks for listening. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Read with Angie podcast. I am Angie. Um, Today is January 31st, so I'm going to do a wrap-up about all the books I read in January, and I'm also going to do a small review for a book I read in January that releases tomorrow on February 1st. Um, So that book is called The Circus of Wonders by Elizabeth McNeil. she also wrote The Doll Factory. That was her first book, um, published a couple years ago, I think. Uh, so I haven't read The Doll Factory, but I did receive Circus of Wonders from Simon & Schuster Canada uh, in December to read and review, um, which I've already done on Instagram. But I'm going to talk about it a little bit here because I really enjoyed it and it releases tomorrow. Um, So I will read you the synopsis. Uh, Here we go. Step up, step up. In 1860s England, circus mania is sweeping the nation. Crowds jostle for a glimpse of the lion tamers, the dazzling trapeze artists, and most thrilling of all, the so-called human wonders. When Jasper Jupiter's Circus of Wonders pitches its tent in a poor coastal town, the life of one young girl changes forever. Sold to the ringmaster as a leopard girl because of the birthmarks that cover her body, Nell is utterly devastated. But as she grows close to the other performers, she finds herself enchanted by the glittering freedom of the circus and by her own role as the queen of the moon and stars. Nell's fortune very quickly begins to glitter, and with it a chance for Jasper to realize his dreams of world renown. But what happens when her fame eclipses his, when even Jasper's loyal brother Toby becomes captivated by Nell? No longer the quiet flower picker, Nell knows her own place in the world and she will fight for it. A gorgeously wrought exploration of celebrity, power, and belonging. This is a historical novel unlike any other, with an unforgettable heroine at its heart. Uh, So yeah. So it's historical fiction about the circus in 1860s England. Um, The main character, Nell, uh, as you heard from the synopsis, has birthmarks all over her body. um, And she's in this small town where Everybody treats her badly uh, because of what she looks like. And she tries to keep hidden and quiet and not bother anyone um, so she doesn't get picked on. Um, But then she gets sold to the circus and she just, it's like about a woman who, you know, finds her own power. Uh, And I really enjoyed that part of it. Nell coming into herself and realizing that she doesn't have to hide uh, that people's opinions are what she makes them. Um, So that part was really cool. And there's a lot of other like female friendships that form that are really good. 
Um, there's a little bit of a love story in there, uh, but then there's also Jasper Jupiter, who is the ringmaster, and he's a bit, uh, like, he's a bit too ambitious, maybe would be how to describe him. He really wants to have his circus perform before the queen, and he's he's quite his circus is quite small, so that's like a very ambitious goal. Um, the other thing that I enjoyed, uh, it's nice to read a historical fiction that is not set during a war. Uh, this one isn't set during a war, but it flashes back to Jasper and Toby fighting in the Crimean War, uh, and it it's not very it's not really about the war. It's more just about like the bond that Toby and Jasper have. Um, and it kind of helps you understand Toby. Um, so you get narration from Nell, uh, Toby, and Jasper. And you realize very quickly that Toby is oddly loyal to his brother. Um, and he starts to fall in love with Nell, but he's afraid of hurting Jasper in some way. So there's like this interesting backstory about Toby and Jasper and from that war and it eventually tells you, it flashes back and forth, eventually tells you why they have such a tight bond. So it's interesting because there's like this brotherly bond story and then there's this women empowerment story and female friendship story. and. It's all wrapped up in a historical fiction about the circus. So yeah, um, I gave it, I think I gave it four stars. It wasn't like amazing that I could not put it down and it captivated me completely. Uh, but when I was reading it, it was really good. Uh, I was interested to see what would happen and where the story was going to go. Um, I liked all the characters. So that's always good for me. I don't like a book where I don't like the characters and I don't have anybody to root for in this book. I was rooting for all of them, uh, hoping that they would get what they wanted out of life. So yeah, if you like historical fiction, um, if you like books about the circus, and you like a book that has female empowerment, uh, I would recommend this one. Circus of Wonders by Elizabeth McNeil. It releases tomorrow. Um, yeah, so that's just a quick little review for you. I'm going to do my January wrap-up now. So I read nine books in January. Um, I am recording this a few days before January 31st. So I am making the assumption that I'm going to finish the last two books I'm reading. Uh, I probably will, so we'll just pretend I have. So January started out great. I started with Vicious by V.E. Schwab, which I reviewed on the podcast last week. Um, I really enjoyed it. I buddy read, I buddy read that with my friend Jenna on Instagram, and we loved it. We both enjoyed it. 
Um, so much so that we tried very hard to squeeze in the second book in that duology, Vengeful, by V.E. Schwab. Uh, and I am currently reading that one. I will finish today. Maybe I finished yesterday. I am saying this in the f about the future, so I don't know. But hopefully I've finished Vengeful. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's sort of vicious. Um, I also started with my audiobook that I, us I usually listen to one audiobook a month while I'm driving to work and home. Um, I picked Lion by Saru Briarly. Uh, that one was on my list of 22 books for 2022. Uh, that 22 books for 2022 is a list of 22 books that I chose from my unread shelf that have been there for quite some time. Uh, the goal being to clear some unread books off of my shelves. There are a lot of them. I have a the problem a lot of bookworms have where I see the book, I want the book, I buy the book, I put the book on my shelf, I forget about the book. So I have a lot of those. So there are 22 of them on that list and Lion was one of them. So that was the first one that I read off that list, which was good. Uh, that book was awesome on audio. Uh, Lion was a memoir about a five-year-old Indian boy who gets lost on the train in India and ends up eventually getting adopted uh, by an Australian family and growing up there. And then later, uh, when Google Earth becomes a thing, uh, he starts searching for his hometown in India where he came from um, and he has doesn't have very much to go on he doesn't know his own last name uh, he only knows one uh, town and he can't find that on a map so now he's going to search with Google Earth using satellite images to try and figure out where he's from um, and see if he can find his family so that was a really awesome memoir, and the audiobook is narrated by an Australian person, uh, which is Sir Briarly would have an Australian accent, so it's always nice to listen to a, a nice Australian accent. Uh, so that was my nonfiction for the month, and then I read Circus of Wonders, which I just talked about, um, which I really enjoyed. And the entire month of January, I spent reading uh, The Great Hunt by Robert Jordan, which is the second Wheel of Time, excuse me, book. Um, it's 633 pages, and it's thick and thick. So, I read the first one in November and it took me weeks to get through it because I don't know if you've read The Wheel of Time, uh, possibly you've watched the new TV series season one on Prime. It's a very heavy world building fantasy. Um, so book two 
literally took me the entire month to read. I broke it up into 20 page sections and just tried to read 20 pages every day uh, to get through it. Uh, and I did. So I finished The Great Hunt Second Wheel of Time book. I think I'm going to try and read one of those per month this year to see if I can get through that series. Except for February where I will not be reading the third book that will happen in March. So The Great Hunt uh, was another book I read. Um, I also was very privileged to receive an early copy of Running Wild by K.A. Tucker. Um, this series, the Wild series, is so good. The first book is called The Simple Wild and it's set in Alaska um, in Toronto. And it's about Kala, who's a, a girl from Toronto, but her mom, she lives with her mom, her mom lived in Alaska for a little while and that's where her uh, father is uh, and then they got divorced and she moved back to Toronto um, where she raised Kala. So Kala decides she wants to meet her father, well she she's met him but she wants to spend some time with her father in Alaska. So she goes there and of course she meets Jonah. Uh, who's kind of an asshole in the beginning, um, but he he's like a grumpy teddy bear that becomes less grumpy as he gets to know Kala. Um, so anyway, the whole series is set in Alaska. Running Wild is the fourth book. Uh, the first three books are about Kala and Jonah, um, but Running Wild is about Marie, who's a side character in the first three books. She's a friend of Jonah's. Um, so it's like a spin-off, I guess. Um, so it's about her. And it was a really unique uh, romance, I thought, because it was about a woman who's 38 um, that just hasn't found that person yet. Um, but she wants to find that person, and she wants to have kids. And so she's 38. She's running out of time. So she's like very heavily focused on find the guy that I'm going to have kids with, um, which is a little uncommon in romance most of the time. It's like a 20-something year old <laughs> looking for love, uh, not looking necessarily for marriage and babies, just looking for love. So this one was cool because it was looking for babies. Um, and Marie is... I, a character that I really liked actually from the first three books. Um, so yeah, and it's set, the whole thing's set in Alaska. Marie's a vet, so there's also a lot of dogs. She's like, she specializes kind of with um, sled dogs. So she works with a lot of dogs, and the author, K.A. Tucker, made the dogs all have a little bit of personality, which I always love. Um, I love when the book has dogs, and I love it even more when the dogs have personality. So that's a great series. I would recommend reading from the beginning of the series, starting with The Simple Wild, before you read Running Wild, because there's a lot of spoilers for the other books in that one. 
Um, and Running Wild released on January 25th, so it's just last week, so you can get that one. Um, then I started another series called Truly Devious by Maureen Johnson. Um, this is a series I've seen around on Instagram a lot. Um, quite a few of my friends on there really loved it. And I buddy read that one with my friend Mel. Um, she didn't like it, which is fine. Um, and I just liked it. I didn't love it. So I'm sorry if you're listening um, and you're a huge Stevie from Truly Devious fan. She was cool, but it wasn't that good. It was good, but not like amazing. Um, it's a mystery, a YA mystery, uh, set in like a private school. There's a body. Stevie's really into solving mysteries, particularly an old mystery from the school that she's going to uh, set way back that has never been solved. So that's cool. Um, the series is four books, so maybe as the series continues, it gets better, but there was like, I really thought that the, in the first book she was going to solve this old mystery and there's going to be like this sleuthing young woman uh, solving this cold case and that didn't happen. She was sleuthing uh, with a current mystery, uh, but maybe as the series continues she does solve the cold case, I don't know. Um, I do want to continue reading the series. I am interested, so it did catch my attention in that way. Um, but it wasn't like really exciting or page turn like a page turner. It was just like a pretty good young adult mystery. So I'm sorry to all the truly devious fans. <laughs> Maybe I'll like book two better. Who knows? Um, so then I started The Traitor Queen by Danielle Jensen, which is the second book in the Bridge Kingdom series. I read The Bridge Kingdom just at the end of December. Um, it has a crazy cliffhanger, so I was very happy to get back to that in The Traitor Queen. Um, and then I started the last book on my Angie Way schedule for the month which was Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse. Um, that one is also from my 22 books for 2022. So um, it's a high fantasy, so high fantasy meaning completely other world, not our world. Um, but I really liked it. It was really good. I'm going to do a review about it. But uh, yeah, Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse, really, really good. And then yeah, I finished, hopefully finished by today, Vengeful by V.E. Schwab. And those were the nine books. I had a really good mix of fantasy, um, a little bit of romance, a little bit of mystery, a nonfiction, a historical fiction. So I really had a good variety this month. Um, tomorrow, the bookish month of love starts, and I'm very excited. 
about that readathon. I have six awesome books lined up. Um, I'm starting with The Spanish Love Deception by Elena Armas, uh, which is my book set in a different country for the prompts. So yeah, that is my January wrap-up. Uh, if you've read any of those books, feel free to let me know your thoughts, and maybe one of them intrigued you that you want to go read it. Um, yeah, I hope you guys had a good January for reading and everything else, and uh, 2022 continues into February. Alright guys, have a great day! Thank you for listening to the Read with Angie podcast. You can find Angie on Instagram at readwithangie or www.readwithangie.com. Copyright Angie Sutton.